Have you ever said to yourself, I should write a book? Don't worry, you are not alone there. Today I'm talking with Jackie Tubes about how to write a book and how it can help you market your boring business and position you as an expert in your industry. Stay tuned, it's time for the Marketing for Your Boring Business Facebook Live and podcast. We can't wait. Welcome to Marketing for Your Boring Business presented by All-in-One Social Media where marketing professionals and industry leaders discuss what you can do to help your message get seen in a cluttered newsfeed. Join us each week to learn more about social media, online marketing, trending topics, and tips to grow your online marketing efforts. Now here's your host, Desiree Martinez. That's right, guys. Welcome to the Marketing for Your Boring Business live show and podcast. I am your host, Desiree, and we are here to help get your message seen in that cluttered newsfeed. We are live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific time. And if you're watching this on Facebook, make sure you type boring into the comment section now to subscribe to our show. And hey, if you by chance are watching this on YouTube or listening on your favorite podcast platform, make sure you hit that subscribe button now to get the new episode every single week from the Marketing for Your Boring Business show. Today we have on Jackie Toops, but before we dive into the show, I want to make sure we take an opportunity to thank everyone who has joined us on the live stream and for the replay. Make sure you guys ask your questions in the chat, even if we're not live, and Jackie and I will make sure that we answer every single one of them. Now, let me tell you a little bit about Jackie. Jackie is not only one of my favorite people and cohort in a lot of different spaces, but she has been in over 200, she has written over 275 articles published in a variety of websites, has ghostwritten 10 books, and she has the pleasure in copywriting and doing content creation for businesses and brands all over the place. Although she considers herself a Jackie of all trades with a variety of backgrounds and interests and experiences, she has, <clears throat> she has honored and I have messed up my words here. She has honed her skills towards freelance writing, public relations, and social media. It is so awesome to talk with you today, Jackie. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to talk to you today, Desiree. It's going to be such a good one. So I'm just going to start this off with like the big question. How did you get started with writing books? All the power of networking. It's all in the power of networking. I attended a conference last year and while I was there, I took a step out to go grab a coffee and Mike Fallett walked up to me with a stack of books and he said, oh, I handle um, businesses, uh, entrepreneurs who want to get a book out in 30 days. And would, are you interested in a book? And I said, well, actually, I'm a writer myself. And so we swapped business cards. And after our conference, uh, we ended up talking and he said, would you be interested in writing for me? And I said, absolutely. So in a year's time, I've now ghostwritten 10 books with uh, Dream Starters Publishing. It's been a really great experience. I'm just excited to know that I'm helping others tell their story and help with their brand's visibility. That is so good. And I cannot wait to dive into this more and really help our boring business owners understand how they can use a book to market their business. But... Before we do that, I got to show a little bit of love for our sponsor, Cinnable. Today's show is all about how you can use a book to grow your boring business. But once you've written that book, how do you really get it out there? How do you share what's going on in social media? How do you know if people are talking about it? And how do you continue to hype up your book even after it's been written and have like that ongoing promotion and talk about it? 
That's where Sendable is going to be that solution for you. Sendable allows for you to post to all of the major social networks, monitor your social networks, track hashtags and keywords, and so much more. You can also use Sendable to schedule blogs, YouTube videos, and Instagram videos. This is the official social media management software of the all-in-one social media team. I have tested a ton of other social media softwares and always come back to Sendable because it truly is the easiest and most comprehensive software available. Make sure you click the link in the description to get a free 30-day trial. And if you're looking for some extra fun, they also have a lot of great tools, resources that you can get on their blog as well. Now, if you're just joining us, I'm talking with Jackie Toops about how writing a book can get can be great for a marketing tool for your boring business. If you are watching this on Facebook, make sure you type boring into the comment section now to subscribe to the show. And if you're watching on YouTube or listening on the podcast, make sure you hit that subscribe button right now so you don't miss anything from us on a weekly basis. All right, let's get Jackie back over here and dive more into this. So... A lot of people probably come to you and say, you know what, Jackie, I've always thought about writing a book. How do I get started with this process? Now, obviously, we're, you're probably going to say, hey, you know what, if you want to write a book, you should totally have a ghostwriter write this book, which I think we should talk about maybe a little later. But what advice do you have for people who are getting started that are like, you know, what, I want to write a book, but I'm just not sure like how to start? Well, honestly, the first place to start is just to start. I think so many of us want it to be perfect. We want it to be this masterpiece and that holds us back. Whereas others are, you know, they're just jumping on it and they're putting it out there. So you may waste months, years of your time. So don't be afraid to just get something down on paper. Uh, what you can do is you can even just write down some ideas. Like what would you convey? Maybe 10 or 15 points that you would like to get across and then start to build an outline. Another option that you can do if you feel very uncomfortable behind the computer is you can start either audio or video recording conversations with yourself where you just tell your story, you tell highlights about your business, how you got to where you were, and then you can go back and transcribe that, put it down on paper, and then edit it for, from there. Or, of course, you can hire someone to do that for you. <laughs> so what is the best way do you think to actually organize your thoughts? Now, I know that a lot of our boring business owners, you know, have years and years of experience in what they do. And so it can be kind of hard to figure out, like, how to do this. I personally think that, like, a lot of our, like, dentists and roofers and chiropractors and stuff are not going to be writing, like, a how-to book anytime soon. But they probably could write some really funny memoirs or, like, stories from the roof trenches or kind of a thing or my adventures in cavities, you know, whatever that may be. So, you know, how do you figure out what, like, I know you had said to, to write it out and just kind of get your bullet points and, and stuff in there. But like, how do you figure out like what the theme is for your book? Like what the purpose is for your book? Like, do you think that that comes before the plan or after the plan? Well, I think the purpose is, is really important because say you do have a boring business as we're here, um, but maybe you have a really great story. Maybe you started out in poverty and you bootstrapped and you built this from the ground up and now you employ veterans or now you give to charity. All of that can be part of your story and it's conveying that goodwill, it's conveying um, that you've built something out of nothing and that positions you as an expert over your competitor because chances are you'll have a book, but they don't. 
Another option is to, you know, work on booklets. It doesn't have to be a full, you know, like gone with the wind book. You could do little booklets and maybe you want to have one that's humorous, one that is a how-to where you give some tips away, like maybe how to effectively brush your teeth or whatever you were just saying with the dentist. And then for any serious needs, then they can come to you because you've already given them something for free and they know they trust you. Um, so it depends. I would say maybe look at a couple different options. Look at humor, look at how to look at your story. And you can either combine those into one or you could release a series of smaller booklets. Okay. So what sort of tips do you have now? Full disclosure, Jackie totally hooked me up when I got like laryngitis. I could not talk. If you can even imagine a life where Desiree doesn't talk. And she did this really great video over on my YouTube channel, which I'll make sure to include the link to that in our show notes. Um, what are your tips for people who are wanting to use a book to market their boring business? Well, um, with your book, um, obviously it's going to open a lot of doors for you. You can have events like book signing events. You can go on interviews if you're looking for more publicity. You can do giveaways uh, to help boost your social media. You could, for example, have a Twitter party to generate the buzz, and that could be your prize. Or you could even have you know people encourage them to follow your page. So there's quite a few options to get it out there, which I think will generate excitement. You can blog about it. You can share on social media. And you can also be there in person. Another option that you can do is you can give it away to new clients as well. Say you're a realtor and you want to establish that personal relationship. That can be in kind of a swag bag that you give them. So even if they're not ready to buy right away, they can say, oh, yeah, you know, they gave us that book and that was really insightful or it was really humorous. Um, another thing that you can do is that a lot of times, yes, it might be some good passive income, but if you use it as a marketing tool, you can use it as a, a, a gateway, essentially, to upsell. Say on your website, if you have a link for our get our free e-guide, you know, and they can immediately download it. When they click to download it, perhaps you offer them another product, like they can sign up for your webinar or they can actually buy your physical product or service. So I think that's a really great way to use it as to entice them because we all love something free and then say, hey, while well, I've got your attention, maybe you'd be interested in these other products. Okay, so I think that a lot of our listeners are probably like, okay, so you're talking about a lot of tactics that make a lot of sense for like sexy, fun online businesses maybe. So what do you think are some sort of brainstorming or creative ways that our boring everyday business owners can use the book? So for me, like right off the top of my head, I feel like a lot of our boring business owners have a, have a lobby, like a waiting room. Like we literally are an hour late on our live show because Jackie was at the dentist spending okay. an amount of time in a waiting room. So mm -hmm. do you think that like, so I personally think a great place probably to like promote or sell your book where you, again, as long as I think it's got like a catchy title or a fun cover <laughs> kind of really like capture people's attention and hopefully like you can use it again as a giveaway or, um, you know, buy my memoir for four ninety nine or whatever it may be, or get a free book with every cavity filling. I don't know. <laughs> so, what are do you think some different ways that you, that our boring business owners might be able to really get their book out there and and use it as a lever and leverage it as a, as a marketing tool? Well, absolutely. Um, I do like the waiting room idea. If you're at a trade show or conference or something as well, you can include that. You can take that with you. Or if there's an opportunity for donations somewhere with swag bags, you can always put your book in a bag. And so people know that 
you know, maybe you deal in concrete and you go to the home builder show and they pull it out and there's some really funny stories about what's ended up in concrete while they're trying to, you know, pave a driveway or build a foundation of a home. Just some ideas. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think those are actually some pretty, pretty good creative ideas. Today we're talking with Jackie Choops about how writing a book can be a great marketing tool for your boring business. If you're watching this on Facebook, make sure you type boring into the comment section now so that you can subscribe to our show. And hey, if you are listening on YouTube or on our your podcast platform of choice, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss our weekly show. All right, Jackie. Tell us some of your book writing experiences. So Jackie, you are a ghostwriter. So tell us what exactly is a ghostwriter and why should our boring business owners consider a ghostwriter to write their book? Yes. Um, I think what's fascinating is while I was at this conference last year, I got introduced to the world of ghostwriting. I've been a writer for years and I always wrote my own experiences. Um, but Someone said to me, do you really think these busy CEOs and entrepreneurs are carving out time to write a book? And I thought, absolutely not. I know writers who can't even carve out time to write their own book. So that's when I learned that all the greats use some, some professional, either individual or a team to write, to edit. And it just blew my mind. I thought, well, of course, I've got this wonderful talent, gift, words come naturally to me and I can help them. And then um, basically what I recommend doing is if you do want to work with a ghostwriter, um, fortunately I'm not able to share a lot of writing samples because I don't write and tell, <laughs> but that's the whole point. <laughs> so I'm there, but you don't really see me. Um, but basically what a ghostwriter does is help you organize your thoughts and your outline. You'll have a conversation. It might be through a video chat. It might be through interview questions. And then from there, they'll write up a draft. Usually you get one edit included. So you get to see everything, put your final stamp of approval on it. They'll give it fresh eyes once more. And then it's up to you. So you could work with a publisher at that point, or you can self-publish. So you've got a few options. So fun <laughs> fact about ghostwriters. Um, <laughs> I remember my first, like, I've always heard of ghostwriters, like, it's just one of those things, like, one of those words, like, those buzzwords that kind of, like, pops into your life from time to time, especially if you've ever put into the world, hey, I think I want to write a book, which I totally do want to write a book, and I'm totally going to working with Jackie to write a book, and she can totally ghostwrite and tell with my book. Wow. But, um... I remember like my real realization that like people do this when I heard Gary V talk about this. Gary V, like for those of you that don't know, because I don't know, maybe you don't like the internet. Um, you, you probably, he um, writes these really wonderful um, New York Times bestselling books. He's a phenomenal, very brash, very like in your face, sort of like public speaker, entrepreneur, all those kind of stuff. And he talks about how he's like, about his time. I remember watching this YouTube video, we were talking about his time, how I don't have a lot of time. It's my most valuable commodity, but I do know I need to have all of these things happen to make my business grow and be successful. It's like, I might not have time to write a book, but I do have money to pay somebody to write a book for me under under my header, under my Gary V. So any Gary V book you've read, probably was not actually written by him. But if you ever are looking for a good Gary Vee read, fun fact, listen to his audiobooks because he goes off book and it's just, you get like all that extra bonus information. But all that aside, so ghostwriters are a great way to make sure that this happens. So 
if I want to work with a ghostwriter, if I'm like, Jackie, I got to write this book, what does that process look like? You kind of touched on it a little bit, but like, how do you take our information? Like, how does that like interview happen? What is that conversation like? Like, how are you, how does like my thoughts and my stories translate to you into a book? Like, what is, what goes into that? Great question. Um, I can tell you what uh, I've been doing so far with the last 10 books. Those involve basically an outline of lessons that they want to convey. And then there's a video conversation that's recorded. So it's just a back and forth chat like we're doing now where it's guided, questions are asked. It's always good to throw in a personal story as well. So you're giving a lesson, but you're also telling from the personal side so they get to know you. Um, as the the subject matter expert. And then from there, uh, that gets transcribed for you and then you get a draft. So it's actually quite a simple process. And once you've had that initial conversation, you can keep running your business while someone's over here typing away for you. And then one day just says, okay, great, give this some fresh eyes and let me know what you think. So I think it's a wonderful time saver. Uh, it's supporting those in the arts like myself. <laughs> so I'm definitely a fan. And I, I personally, as a ghostwriter, too, I will have to add, my mom at first was very upset that I couldn't tell her what I was writing. She said, you should get the credit. And I said, Mom, I've already got this amazing body of work. I have bylines left and right. So this is a really great um, additional way for me to help people and then bring in supplemental income. So really, everybody benefits with ghostwriting. So how do you think, how do you encourage the authors that you ghostwrite for to like, not feel like weird or negative or scammy or, or any of those sort of like negative associations because like they didn't actually write the book. Mm -hmm. They told someone some stories and then they like organized their ramblings into a cohesive story. So how, how do, how do we as the business owners sort of deal with that? Gosh, that's a really great question that I haven't, no one has asked me that yet. So I feel like that would just be on a, I know an individual basis. <laughs> I don't know if you use your grandma's recipe, but she wasn't the one actually making it. You're the one who assembled everything together and then here's your grandma's pie. It's kind of like that. Like we get all of your information, all your details, a little of this, a little of this experience, a little of that, and then we put it together for you. And you taste it. <laughs> yeah. That's no, like for me, that's like what I would I think deal with with like the moral, like I don't know, the moral, ethical, whatever. I don't know. I guess I I think as a fellow artist, I have a little bit of hard time with that whole yeah. um, not giving credit where credit's due type of a deal, but maybe that's, everyone's different, I guess. I don't yeah. know. Someday you'll come across it and I'm sure well, they'll be like, and, I don't know, go watch the interview with Desiree. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I can add as well that some people do, once they get that book back to edit, they're like, oh my gosh, I forgot to tell Jackie this. And they'll add in some nice segments and I always will just quickly polish up and make sure it matches the flow of the book, but they're still getting their voice in there and, and some of it they did actually write too, so maybe that's what helps create that balance. So I want to ask two more questions really specifically. One, you had mentioned something earlier called a booklet. Well, what is a booklet compared to a book? Like how would you define, define each of those? Okay, um, like a booklet, maybe 5,000 words or less. A book is usually about 17,000 and up. So you're looking at something that's small, something that could be you know, printed that's informational, maybe just a matter of, of a few chapters here and there. Um, and I think that might actually take the pressure off. It's, it's quicker, you don't feel like this is your big opus and you still have other opportunities to continue getting your brand out there. 
um, while alleviating some pressure and taking some time out of the equation. Very cool. And then my follow-up question to this is, so you've written some books, you've done some things. Do you have a bit of a formula or method or like way, something you can share with our listeners and viewers um, to help get them on their way to this? Like you had mentioned just like writing your ideas down and like working with the ghostwriter, but like what are some action steps that they can take that will help them on the path of success for getting started with writing a book? Perfect. Um, so yes, as you just said, those are some really good ones. Um, and like I said, if writing is not your forte, um, then consider recording yourself, record your voice, record audio. You can even have someone talk to you that you know, your, your spouse, your business partner, who can ask you some specific questions as well. And then just by having that conversation, you're going to start building content that can then be shaped into a book. There's also a lot of resources online because nowadays you can either work with a publishing house or you can also self-publish as well. So you've got some options there. Um, there's pros and cons to both. Typically, um, publishing through a publishing house is going to cost more, but they're going to be handling a lot of the promotion and marketing for you. You also don't have full control, though, because they might edit some things. But if you do it yourself, you have full control. You have no rejections. It's just done right away. Um, but then you have to be on it. So perhaps working with the sponsor of this program can help get it out there. So I do recommend having someone in your corner because you're right. Once you write the book, if it's just sitting there collecting dust, then whoops, you skipped a big step. <laughs> you know, you got to carry that ball all the way down the field. So you said something interesting. You're talking about self-publishing and uh, working with a publisher. What are situations to self-publish and then also work with the publisher? Like, are there certain books that would cater better to one or the other? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I would say it depends on what you want to do. If you are just looking to have that that waiting room book, um, then maybe you self-publish for sure. If you're looking to go bigger and get speaking engagements and, you know, go on Oprah or Ellen, you know, I would definitely go with the publisher. So I think a lot of that depends on your why. Um, why are you doing this? What is your end goal? Are you looking to position yourself as this expert on a larger scale or are you just looking for, you know, smaller um, audience with your local demographic because you're the best barber shop in town. Um, it really depends. So because that's going to be an investment of time and money if you go with the publishing house versus just quickly self-publishing on your own. All right. Very cool. All right, guys. If you guys have any questions, please let us know down in the comment section. Or, of course, you can always shoot us both messages on Facebook or on Twitter. It has been awesome talking with you today, Jackie. What is one place people can go to connect with you? Yes, I would recommend going to JackieToops.com. That is J-A-C-K-I-E-T-O-O-P-S.com. I could have probably sang that to the Mickey Mouse tune. I could have. <laughs> You know it now, you know, so that you can just like do that going forward. Yeah. Thank you so much. Now I, I will never be able to say your name ever again. I'm just going to have to sing it to just you. Have to sing. <laughs> That's okay. I love singing too. So you're in good company. <laughs> awesome. All right, guys. Like we always say in military life, it is never goodbye. It is see you soon. So until next time, guys. I will see you soon. Thanks again for being on the show, Jackie. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening to Marketing for Your Boring Business. 
If you like this episode, please leave a review on iTunes or share this episode on social media. Want more? Subscribe to automatically get the latest episodes of marketing for your boring business. This podcast is presented by All-in-One Social Media.